0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of SSD and DRAM News. I'm your host, Frank Enville, and we're broadcasting to you from our headquarters here in uh, Taipei, Taiwan, the headquarters of Apacer Technology, Inc. Well, it's a lovely day here, and we've got some interesting and quite eye-opening news to bring you today. So without further ado, let's start the show. Well, uh, this is a little bit unusual, but uh, it's an interesting change, so I thought I would go with it. We don't get a lot of uh, call-ins or uh, emails to the show directly, but this time, uh, one of our listeners decided to email me and ask me a question, and I thought that was great. I hadn't really done this before, but uh, I'd like to start off today by just saying, if you do have a question for us here at SSD and DRAM News. You can write to me at Frank underscore Henville, that's H-E-N-V-I-L-L-E, at apacer.com. One more time, my email address is Frank underscore Henville, that's H-E-N-V-I-L-L-E, at apacer.com. So yeah, feel free to write in as this uh, listener did. He asked me to refer to him just by his first name. His name is Michael, and he lives in Nuremberg in Germany. And his question was this. Are SSDs really necessary for the upcoming AI ecosystem? Or will AI developers rely on HDDs as well? That's a great question, and I had to go and do a bit of uh, research. I thought I knew the answer, but uh, I wanted to be able to prove it through whatever sources I could find. So, as uh, many of you will probably know, one of the earliest successes in AI has been uh, ChatGPT. So, by doing a bit of research on them, I wanted to see what kind of uh, memory and storage technologies were publicly known to have been used by that company. So, according to my research, there's actually three kinds of memory and storage technologies that ChatGPT uses. The first one is called high-bandwidth memory. This is a type of memory that's integrated with the GPU chip, providing faster data transfer and lower power consumption than traditional memory modules. We're not going to go down the path of high-bandwidth memory today because it's a bit specialized, but it's important to know that that's a key component for them. And the second kind of uh, storage and memory that they use is solid-state drives, or SSDs. As many of our listeners probably know, they offer faster read and write speeds and lower latency than hard disk drives or HDDs. So that's the key difference here. The chat GPT is relying on a massive amount of uh, data that needs to be recalled and then uh, in some cases written back to the source disk. And in order to do that, according to my research... They tried using HDDs early on in the process, but they found that the transfer rates were just too slow. So in order to meet the uh, demands of the system, they were forced to use SSDs. So I think that answers Michael's question, and I hope that's uh, helpful to him. Just to finish off, uh, the final kind of storage that uh, ChatGPT's development team uses is cloud storage, so if they want to back up their data and their models that are not currently in use by the CPU or GPU, they use cloud storage because it's affordable and it's uh, easy to share with other users and applications. So cloud storage, of course, could be based on SSD or HDD technology. Uh, but again, that's, they're not using it for the kind of quick recall cases that SSDs can provide. So anyway, yes, the SSD is an absolutely an integral part of the upcoming AI ecosystem, or it's part of the AIs that are already here, and of course it's still a growing industry. I think we'll see more adoption of SSDs there in the future. Okay, for our second story of the day, uh, we're going to return to the world of PC gaming. I just want to follow up on a story that we covered uh, in last month's episode, and uh, here we are at the start of a new year. Uh, it's really uh, an addition to that, to that story or a follow-up. In last month's episode, I talked about how uh, one of the most anticipated new Final Fantasy games running on PC would require an SSD as part of the minimum system requirements in order to install that game. Well, it seems like the trend is continuing because another incredibly highly anticipated game is coming out for PC. It's called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Kind of a dark title, but that's the way it goes. And for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, if you want to install it, you're going to require an SSD. Uh, the, the, The basic system requirements were sent to the press, and uh, again, all the categories, whether you want to run it at minimum, recommended, or ultra resolution, as they categorize them, they will all require an SSD. So it certainly seems this is the trend in the PC gaming world. Um, if that does continue to uh, develop, it's going to really mean kind of a, a sea change. Like I think gamers were happy to rely on their old HDDs, especially since a lot of them uh, have been running for years and are reliable, that's great. I mean, uh, one of the advantages of HDDs is that they can last a very long time, and everybody should try and get the most value out of their PC hardware. We've got no problem with that. But the fact is, if you really want to play the latest, hottest, cutting-edge games, an SSD is going to be necessary. Maybe you can use it to augment a system that already has an HDD. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a, another interesting trend, and I don't think we'll cover every single video game in the future that comes out and says an SSD is part of the requirements, but I just wanted to put this case out there because I know the Suicide Squad game, as I said, my friends who are hardcore gamers are looking forward to it a lot, and uh, I know at least one person who's going to upgrade his system so that he's sure he's going to be able to play it, so uh, he may be looking at a new SSD too. Okay, so on to our final story for today. Well, I was talking about uh, the value of SSDs in video games, and today I'd just like to talk briefly about uh, one of the latest pacer products that is coming on the commercial market. It's aimed at commercial users, but it's also got the kind of specs that eSports players and aspiring digital creators are looking for. So, the drive is known as the AS2280Q4X. It provides capacities up to 4 terabytes. So, if you're looking to store a large video game collection, you look no further. Another advantage, as I said, for digital creators, maybe uh, video editors or 3D animators, they're going to need a ton of storage space, and they're going to want to be able to uh, read and write to that storage space at high transfer rates because of the because of the size of the the files involved, so they may also want to look at the AS twenty two eighty Q four X since it delivers such incredible uh, transfer speeds. It also ships with a graphene heatsink that can quickly dissipate generated heat, so that means the drive stays cool and functions at optimal speeds no matter what you throw at it. So if you're looking to explore immersive spaces or your own ideas, take a good long look at the AS2280 Q4X from a Pacer. Okay, well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, As always, I've been your host, Frank Henville. I'm just going to say it one more time. If you have a question or anything you'd like to discuss with the podcast, uh, feel free to send me an email. Uh, That's frank underscore... Henville H-E-N-V-I-L-L-E, at apacer.com. And uh, yeah, we'll be, we're willing to listen to any kind of uh, query or question you may have. And uh, if I can't answer it, I'll ask the engineers and my other very well-educated co-workers to uh, help me come to a conclusion, and we'll get back to you. So thanks again to Michael from Nuremberg for writing in. And to all the listeners and subscribers out there, we appreciate you joining us every month. We'll be back again in February. Uh, We hope you all enjoyed uh, your New Year's celebrations, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks. Good night.